So Kenny Williams, thanks for joining me here today. So obviously the first question is the one all our listeners want to hear is what got you into wrestling? Well that's the, the easiest question to answer like and I think a lot of people will say the same thing when they ask, get asked this but when I was younger mm-hmm. I used to watch it on the TV I used to watch WWE right. and obviously I, I just never ever grew out of it it right. was the larger than life characters and stuff like that that just drew me into it and as I grew older I just appreciated it more and more for what it was like the entertainment aspect of it as well as the athleticism of it all. Right. Did, did you have a particular favourite when you were growing up? When I was younger, I always, I always liked Jeff and Matt Hardy. Hardy was, they were like two of my favourite favourite, the two that I would always pretend to be on a trampoline. Right, okay. <laughs> and uh, when I was walking about with my cousins and stuff, but uh, when I got a wee bit older, it's like, it's just uh, like the guys who came from WWE and like the studio became one of my, my personal favourites. Same with Chris Jericho. So guys like that, like growing up, the smaller guys who you wouldn't expect to be so prominent, that obviously became quite like massive names in the industry. Right. So some of the names you've kind of rhymed off there, it kind of explains the style that you've got. Yeah, I mean, like Ray Mysterio is the perfect example. Like mm-hmm. he has like redefined what it is uh, a smaller, like size wrestler, and obviously when we started wrestling, like I took a lot of inspiration from that and a lot what watched a lot of his matches to like study them and seen how he worked with bigger guys yeah totally and obviously I'll talk a wee bit about that in a wee minute obviously you did eventually face him which was a great for you so I'm right in saying that you trained under uh, Kid Fight yeah well I was part of um, a training academy that is in Glasgow called PBW and Kid Fight is the head trainer of that school and he he trained me he also trained uh, Noah Dar trained Kayleigh Ray like folk have went on to have huge success so although he might be unknown in the wider like like wrestling community mm-hmm. he has had a big hand in a lot of the talent that you see travelling the world today yeah. I think there's three names in Scotland that kind of get quoted and it's him Kelly and Dane obviously Big Demo and uh, Mikey Whitlash currently now so yeah three guys have like had a lot to do with a lot of the guys who you see working in Scotland and further abroad. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if you get one of the three, you're obviously you're well in store for a good career. I think it's fair to say. Yeah, it's, it's like it's, that's the thing about when you become a wrestler, you've got to really look at and see the backstory of the training academy that you're going to join. Mm-hmm. And if there's not a good track record, then you can't really imagine it's going to be a very good place to train. Mm-hmm. But when you just look at a, a lot of the schools in Scotland, a lot of the schools in Scotland have a, a really good track record. Mm. And so it, it is a, a very good time to live in Scotland and want to be a wrestler. <laughs> the, the, scene, the scene's great right now. Obviously, you say there's, there's so many schools. You've got PBW, you've got Source, you've got the GPWA. You know, there's, there's just there's so many. You know, the choices are unlimited depending where you go. Is right, you're right in saying Yeah, absolutely. A lot of our listeners are really big ICW fans, and obviously, that's one of the promotions that you've been quite synonymous with in your career to date. Obviously, you're a multiple time Zero G champion. You know, you're one of the most successful wrestlers in the, in the company's history. How much has being part of ICW with the bigger crowds helped your development? Well, like, unlike a lot of companies in, in Britain, uh, the production of ICW is, like, untouchable in the UK, in my, my opinion. Like, the way that you have to work a hard cam, work a rolling camera, like, these are skills that you just don't get from working on different uh, other shows within Britain. And that, that sort of, like, skill 
transferable when you go to somewhere like the, the WWE where that sort of thing is like it takes a while to get used to so I've still gone and went and worked for what me I've worked there for five years and I've had to learn this from day one so I've already got that sort of like I can at least sort of find out how to do it I already know I have a, a, an experience of it so that's that's set me off in a good foot going forward and then working in those bigger crowds like it's just it's it becomes second nature when you're in front of larger groups. The harder thing becomes when you're in front of a smaller crowd and you've got to get a reaction out of folk who don't actually want to chant and cheer because they feel intimidated by the smaller crowd. So, I mean, like, being in front of that larger crowd, it's always helped. Like, it's all, all, if you're not nervous before a match, then you've lost your passion, in my opinion. But being nervous and being confident is, is both important in this. And I feel like working in those bigger crowds has helped build both of them. Like, dealing with the nerves and, and, and becoming a bit more confident. No, no, you're spot on with that. And the thing you talk about the nerves, uh, we spoke to Stevie Boy just bef- just at the start of the year and he mentioned before they had that match at the Hydro with the Insanity match, uh, the nerves were kicking away. Yeah. And he, was, he said the exact same thing as yours. Like, if you don't get nervous before a match, then do you really love it, you know? So, it's the same. Yeah, obviously when you're nervous, you want to do, you want to do well. So when you're nervous, you just want to, you want to do well and that means that you still... If you want to do well, that means you you love what you're doing, and every time you go out there, you want to do well. So you're obviously going to have a lot of nerves. But working and within ICWs helps me deal with those nerves and at a different level, really. Obviously, you get to perform quite regularly with a lot of your mates as well, which always helps, I think. Yeah, I get to wrestle with my mate. Like I get to work with a lot of my, my friends and like the guys that I've sort of grew up with in wrestling. But also, like, obviously, I had the opportunity to work with a, a vast range of different guys that ICW bring in, mm-hmm. and that's also a big help. Like, good to not become complacent. Well, when when you're wrestling, you you want to try new things, wrestle new people, and gain different experiences from each other. Yeah, totally. I mean, one of the ones that you talk about is you talked about Rey Mysterio at the Hydro. You know, there's no bigger match and there's no bigger scene. Can you talk to us about how you felt wrestling Rey Mysterio and one the biggest the biggest show of the year last year? Like, I, I, to be honest, I can, I can, it's like still like, anything or something. I, I don't really talk about it because uh, anything I mention, I feel like it didn't happen. It doesn't seem like something, it's a weird sentence to say, I wrestle Rey Mysterio. Like, it's not something that you get to say every day. Like, I grew up watching him. Like, he was a massive inspiration when I was younger. Like, people were like, oh, you can't wrestle. And I would use always, always use Rey Mysterio as an example. Like, he's small. I can, like, if he can do it, then. Surely I can do it, and he's obviously a big inspiration for me. So to be across the ring from him and keep on the like, obviously it was a home crowd. Like to be on par with the crowd, like reaction was well, it was incredible. And then to come out on top of is like something that a twelve-year-old version of myself would be going losing his mind right now thinking about it. Yeah, it was a really good match as well. I was in the crowd that night, and it was, a, it was you put a stellar show. So a big credit to you on that one. Oh, thank you. I that. Moving on now to the kind of WWE. Obviously, you've been now part of them for a couple of months now. Um, when is it you first heard about WWE's actually having an interest in you? When is it that you, you kind of got the call? It all happened really quickly when we went to because of obviously this um, the UK Championship tournament, the, the second uh, incarnation of it really came about, and things just really moved fast from there. Mm-hmm. And once they they contacted me, it was like a no-brainer, like, I wouldn't want to work anywhere else, that's why I got into wrestling, and when I started wrestling, this year told me, like, oh, you'll be working with the WWE, 
then I, I, I wouldn't believe you. Yeah, I was just got into wrestling because I imagine I'd much rather fail at something I loved doing than succeed at something I hated. So I thought, we'll give this a try. And the things I've done through wrestling and definitely being a part of WWE is like, I don't think that's failing. It's something I love. I feel like that's completely succeeding. So, I mean, I'm glad I've taken a risk on it. So. You obviously mentioned the UK tournament there, but kind of before that, uh, you actually first made an appearance on the, the 205 Live taping when WWE came over here. I mean, what was that like performing on, on that card? Like I said, everything happened so quickly. Like, I had went down and then I had been told that this, this spot on the show might be a possibility and one thing led to another and that happened to me on the show. And, like, just the whole experience, like, looking around the O2 in London, it's just, it's, it's hard to put into words with, like, that feeling. Like, that, I stood in the ring and I just thought, well, that's you, you've, a big life goal that you've had and I always said if I never ever got a chance to do WWE before I was 25 I would maybe think about stop wrestling or maybe think about like feeling it back and I wrestled in the O2 in London a month before my 25th birthday <laughs> so it seemed like also cool in a sense that was standing in that ring that night so it was just an, it's an incredible experience yeah it totally and obviously you were there at a time where the, the 205 lives really hot as well so it was probably a good time to go on this, that show as well I would say absolutely like, 205 is something that's been going on for the last couple of years and like you see the guys who have benefited from it like massively like Cedric Alexander and then you look at like Noam Dar like he was featured on pay-per-view, like, with his storyline with Alicia Fox, like, his aspiration to be part of that show, I'm saying, like, I've picked up a life goal now that I'm involved with WWE, like, the sky's the limit, I want to, I want to continue to grow as a performer, learn as much as I can, and make the most of the experience that I'm having within there, and being part of 205, what a great start, like, my experience with the WWE. Yeah, totally, as you say, I can only go up from here, I mean, and obviously, you were said that you were part of the UK Championship Tournament and then that went on to become, obviously, the announcement of the NXT UK brand of WWE. I mean, what an announcement that was and obviously you're going to be a part of that. How does it feel to be part of, technically part of NXT? What an opportunity, like, launching a brand like NXT UK is something that only I chosen a of few, like, amount of people get to do and I'm one of them. So, but it's that I feel fortunate and privileged to be part of that the group of people who are part of this UK brand, but more particularly, I'm more proud in the fact that I'm one of several Scottish people involved in it all. Like, um, you have, on that UK brand alone, you have five Scots, and I think that that's something incredible, like, for such a, like, a country that is, like, the law that notoriously gets a bad rap for um, being poor at sports at some points, like, we got a lot of stick for not being in the World Cup. But, I mean, when you look at one of the biggest sports entertainment brands in the world, like WWE, and you've got five Scottish people and one brand, then you've got three and and three different brands in, in, in the, U, the US, then I think that's an incredible thing to be a part of. Like, and being part of the UK brand is something that I'm extremely proud of. Oh, definitely. It's a, it's a stellar group of names over there. I think it's fair to say everyone, everyone is killing it in your own way. I've got one last question for you, Kenny, and that is, um, what is your plans going forward now as part of this brand and in WWE as a whole? Where do you see yourself going in, say, the next 12 months? Well, I just want to uh, take every 
keep advice I get like the people that we are were, that, that are helping us through this whole experience because there's a lot of this sort of level of exposure is like something we're not used to and we're, it's brand new to us all the whole experience so like I'm just trying to take as much feedback and make myself like better myself by all the feedback from the, the stellar line of coaches that we have uh, helping us through this this process and uh, just bettering myself as a wrestler and as an entertainer and working the way that I've always wanted to work really like and working most the WWE and really like I said like the opportunities that I've had I've only been working with the WWE for the last few months incredible like the first day working 205 Live and then getting to be part of the UK tournament at Downloads like the opportunities that have came in front of me it's been amazing and I just want to keep grabbing the opportunity with both hands and seeing what happens in the, the next the, the next year yeah, totally. I mean, you, you never know. There could be a match with Pete Dunne in your future. You never know how things could go. You know, things could turn, change in instant, you know? I mean, that would be incredible. And to wrestle for the, the UK Championship would be, like, on a different level of anything that I've, that's happened before. Personally, I'm gunning for, I don't think, I, I might need to get this fact checked, but I don't think two Scots have ever faced off in a WWE ring. And personally, I would love to do that with one of my good mates, Noel Dar. If that happens, then, I mean, that is another life goal ticked off in my eyes. But yeah, definitely, working with Pete Dunne, working with any of the guys that have been there from the start on this UK, this UK brand who have been trying for the last year. Pete Dunne, Tyler Bates, I've already got to work with him in a, in a WWE ring. Uh, Trent Simmons, guys like that. But yeah, definitely, working with those guys would be incredible, but really I'm gunning for that first you've got versus Scott match. Well, that would, that'd be a great match and I, I, I would love to see that in a WWE ring. Uh, obviously seeing you in ICW rings to that would be a great journey. Yeah, absolutely. That's pretty much all the questions I've got for you, Kenny. Thanks for taking the time, mate, to speak to us. No worries. Thank you very much for having us and uh, I appreciate your, your questions about it. Stop whatever you're doing right now. You've only got one choice. This is Billy Kirkwood. You know what you should be doing? You should be going online. You should be subscribing. You should be listening to the back catalogue of Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet. Get on it!